0: 20 to receive $20 off your first month for listening to this podcast. Switch now at Visible.com. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month.
1: Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com.
2: Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark, and with me is Charles W. Chuckers Bryant. I'm hungry. Are you? Mm hmm. I just had a uh, sixth of a slice of pizza. Oh, is there pizza out there? Yeah, you better hurry. Nah, uh, that's all right. It's pretty good.
0: I'm kind of off pizza. The cheese gets gets to my stomach. That's oh, we detailed in our digestion podcast. Yeah,
2: you got a lot of uh, great support. Uh, I did for people anything work
0: I am going to uh, make an appointment with a specialist for the GERD good and get scoped I think they call it when they drop a camera down in there and they find out
2: that I have a small dragon living in my stomach right and then the scope drops a film canister into your stomach acid to be retrieved (laughs) later and developed yeah so thank you for that support people I'm I'm definitely going to go get that checked out he's going
0: to the specialist going to a specialist um, I'm not going to quit drinking red wine.
2: Is that the problem?
0: Well, no. I mean, I get heartburn from anything, which is so that means I've definitely got a, a real issue. But uh, obviously, things like red wine and chocolate and margaritas and citrus. You gonna, poor guy. All the best stuff. All the best stuff.
2: Margaritas, you could go either way. I like them during the right time of year. You need to just drink like white Russians all the time. It has a lot of milk in it. Chocolate, though. That's a black Russian. Oh, Right. White Russian. Or just drink vodka. Mm-mm. Nah. Just drink milk. Okay. And pretend you're wasted. And be healthy. Chuck. Yes. Have you ever fasted? Uh, nah, I've done the little master cleanse thing, but, uh, I, which is sort of a fast, I guess. Is so that the lemon juice one? Yeah. Okay. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Well, I've done that as well. Yeah. And this is kind of like gives you shingles. Yeah. I'm not going to do it again. You're not? Nah. So I fast like all the time. I, I know that. Um, I all the time maybe hyperbole because I actually do eat sometimes. You just ate a eighth of a slice of pizza? A sixth of a, <laughs> a slice. Um, what I, I and so I have a, a pretty good understanding of what fasting can do and what it feels like. But what I did not know is that uh it comes from an old Anglo Saxon word facing. Oh yeah? Yeah, that's the uh the the fact of the podcast for me <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's remarkable Fasten, fasten 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 there's a f a e s t e n fasten. wow yeah so people have been doing it for a while then is what you're saying well yeah apparently um fasten uh means to hold oneself from food and yeah people have been doing it for a while because it's uh firmly rooted in a lot of religious traditions that have been around for many many years yeah um, and then there's other reasons that people fast. More modern ones, eg, sure. medical fasting. Yeah, uh, which we'll talk about. Political statement fasting. <clears throat> yeah, hunger strikes. Yeah, there's a lot of that in the 20th century. It was big for hunger strikes. Yeah, of course, still is. Uh, but let's let's talk about fasting, shall we? Okay. Um, let's talk about specifically uh, religious fasting, Chuck. Great place to start. Um, it's been going on for
0: thousands of years. In, in religion. So you answered your own question. Yeah, I knew. Eventually. I was being coy. Uh, a lot of times they initiate a fast to, um, someone will do that to uh, maintain contact with the divinity. And some say that if you fast for long enough, you will hallucinate and that that might be, uh, they might uh, interpret that as communicating directly with God.
2: Right. And I, I looked that up. I couldn't find out exactly why you hallucinate when you fast i mean that is corroborated all over the place the best because i could it find means you're dying well um the best i could find is that it's a it's a vitamin deficiency leads uh. to hallucinations for some reason but i, I, don't, I don't know why huh. but no not necessarily i also came across some articles that <clears throat> suggested that hallucinations are a lot more natural than we would think because we associate them with mental illness or drug use right um and, and in the west we have a lot of negative connotations for hallucinations um, that aren't necessarily spiritual. Right, when in fact other cultures might believe it's a form of enlightenment. Right, so hallucinations may not be bad. It may not be that you're dying, and it may not be that you're mentally ill. It may just be that you're hungry.
0: Yeah, all right. That's a good point.
2: Um, a lot of times uh, religious
0: fasts are, are undertaken because you're atoning for sins as punishment.
2: You're asking God for your forgiveness, for your misdeeds. Yeah, these are the big two, basically. Like, you fast religiously, either to get closer to God or to tell God you're sorry. And thus get closer to God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean, though. Thanks. So, let's, you know, you want to talk about some of the religions and and
2: why and when they fast? Yeah. Buddhists? Buddhists fast on full moon days, holidays. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and they do it mainly for purification and to, um, free the mind, apparently. You know, your butt will follow <laughs> if you free the mind. That's an old Buddhist adage. I had not heard that. I think so. Um, their, uh, fasting is mostly, it's not a full fast. You can drink. So I guess you could have soup, maybe just a broth. God help you if you have noodles in it. But you have to abstain from solid foods. Right. Um, you can live on broth. Yeah.
0: Forever. Yeah. You probably wouldn't have a very, uh, productive uh, life. GI system. Right. But, uh, yeah, you could live on broth. Uh, Catholics, they fast, uh, fast on Ash Wednesday, Good Friday. hmm. Um, actually, they can eat a small meal without meat on those two days. Yeah. So it's not exactly a fast,
2: but they, uh. On Fridays during Lent, they're not really supposed to eat meat. At all. That's why we have the fillet of fish. And for a little while in the '60s, the hula burger. That's right. Because Ray Kroc was like, "Man, there's a mess of Catholics out there, and they're not eating burgers on Fridays, but we need to get them in the store anyway." See, I'm thankful for that because I love a fillet of fish every now and then. Yeah, like
0: once a year. Uh, they fast to Catholics fast to show uh, their control of their fleshly, uh, fleshly, which is one of my favorite words, fleshly desires. That's so Catholic. To do penance. To uh, show solidarity with the poor and people
2: who might not have food. So I went to a Catholic school for the first couple years of school, Our Lady of Perpetual Help. Yeah. And um, every once in a while, they would serve rice with a pat of butter for lunch. And it was kind of this fast, but it wasn't really fast because we're still having rice. But basically the whole idea was, this is what poor kids in Bangladesh have to eat every day. Right, And you're just this spoiled kid. Yeah. So eat some rice instead and kind of get in the mindset. And uh, I never did it because I got the point. But some of my <laughs> friends would eat the rice and then eat their own lunch from home as well. <laughs> Which even even in like second grade, I'm like, that seems wrong. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to be doing it like that. Yeah. they. I mean, that didn't even have to be
0: religious based. You could do that in school today and just say as a hunger awareness.
2: Like in uh, Australia. Yeah. Australia. What, what What is that? The 40 hour fast? Uh-huh. Do you know anything about that? Uh, I know that I think they have it once a year, and uh, many, many Australians take part. And basically, the whole thing is to, like you say, raise awareness of poverty, of the state of the poverty-stricken, and um, also to raise money, Tim. Uh, the 40-hour famine, excuse me. Which, I'm is, which is a fast. Yes. Boy, we headed that one off at the past. Good going, Chuck. Uh,
0: Eastern Orthodox uh, Church members, they will fast on Lent. Uh, they observe the Apostles' fast and the Nativity fast. And they think um, that it could strengthen your uh, your resistance to gluttony, which yeah. is obviously one of the seven deadly sins. Yeah. And uh, they eat no meat, dairy, uh, eggs, or fish during these fasts. So it's my understanding they can also eat a little something, just not those things. Like carbs. They can eat bread. Oh, that'd be nice. And bread and broth. But now you're talking. Yeah. That's What else you need? I can't think of anything. Besides else. fruits and vegetables and stuff like that.
2: Well, no. It says no meat, dairy, eggs, or fish. So you could have fruits, vegetables, broth, bread. That's like that's a good kind of fast right there. I wouldn't even call that a fast. No. You couldn't actually get gluttonous on that. <laughs> you could. Uh,
0: the Jewish folks, they fast on Yom Kippur, mm-hmm. which is the Day of Atonement. And they are doing this to atone for sins, obviously, like the Catholics, and
2: special requests from God. I know it's so funny. It's like, hey, I'm not going to eat for 25 whole hours, but I have a huge favor to ask you. Right. <laughs> sun up to sundown. Is that the deal? Yeah. Which and they have uh, one of the the oh, tougher fasts because they don't eat or drink anything for 25 hours. Right. That's like no nothing. That's a real fast. Yeah. Uh, Mormons they fast on the first Sunday every month. This is kind of a week fast if you ask me. This is like a Tuesday for me. They have to skip two meals. They skip two meals and they think it helps them uh, obviously get closer to God
0: like many of the religions do and just basically just focuses their uh, minds on God. Well, the
2: the cool thing about the Mormon fast, in my opinion, is that they're also required to give food and money to the needy. Right. What they would have spent perhaps on those meals. Probably a good one. Um, we should do one on Mormons as a whole. We've had that requested a lot. We totally should. I read about this one guy um named Paul Kingston. Uh-huh. And he is the head of a an accused alleged uh crime family that's a Mormon sect also. Oh. Um and he does forty day fasts. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Forty days, man. Can you imagine? No. This guy did it. He does it. I bet his breath stinks so
0: bad. <laughs> Um, we'll get into that. Muslims, uh, they, obviously they fast on, uh, for the observance of Ramadan, the ninth month on the Muslim calendar. And many of you might not know what Ramadan is. You want to tell them? I'll tell them. It commemorates the month when the Quran was first revealed to Muhammad. That's what Ramadan's all about.
2: Oh, is that right? Yeah. I got you.
0: So they don't, uh,
2: have, uh, food. They don't have drink. They don't smoke. They don't curse. They don't have sex. From sunrise to sunset. Yeah, for a month, every day for a month. That's right. And millions, millions of people do this during Ramadan, which is when is it? Like, uh, does it take place roughly in uh, November on the Gregorian calendar? I think.
0: Is it? I think it is. And we've been asked to do one on Ramadan too, so we're gonna. We we got a lot. We haven't explained hardly anything, have we? No. We still got. It's so all much more law enforcement. <laughs> Uh, Ramadan is a very famous fast, obviously, because, um, of the length of time. Mm-hmm. And it is, uh, supposed to teach Muslims patience and modesty, spirituality. Yep. You ask Allah for forgiveness,
2: pray for guidance, and, uh, you purify yourself. And that, uh, it, it's really effective, man. Like, getting this, uh, this mindset of, oh, I want this, so I'll have it right now. Um, out of your head for a little while. Even a day. Really, kind of opens your eyes a little bit f- beyond that one single day. So just deni- denial, yeah, Boy, you self <laughs> denial, aren't you?
0: <laughs> right. It never, it never leaves you, does it?
2: Well, I have to say that, like, um the further I've gotten away from Catholicism, the more into self denial I've gotten. Ironically, yeah. Huh. All right. Well, let's talk about medical fasting. That's an overview of religious fasting. <laughs> we could a, get a lot more that's detailed, a good one. but yeah, uh, nice transition. Thank you. Well, medical fasting. Um, a lot of people have probably engaged in, if you've ever had some sort of test done, a lot of times they're like, don't eat the night before yeah. your your appointment. Um, or then, sometimes 24 hours if it's like certain kinds of blood tests. Yeah. The reason for this is pretty straightforward and logical. Uh, with blood tests in particular, um, they want your body to have metabolized all the food so they have a pretty good idea of what your baseline levels of things like cholesterol, right. blood sugar, um, all of these things are in your body. System normally. If you, you know, ate a handful of chicken fat right before you went in for your cholesterol test, <laughs> it's going to skew the results a little bit. Yeah, that fat's going to be in your blood. But if you haven't eaten in 24 hours and your blood shows uh, the same levels of lipids that, as if you had just eaten a handful of chicken fat, your physician's going to be like, we have to save your life right now.
0: Well, yeah. If your baseline indicates something that scary, then... No
2: more chicken fat. No more chicken fat. Um, and the same goes with uh, if you were going to go under.
0: Yeah, for surgery.
2: Yeah, which apparently this one's becoming outdated. We both had surgery recently. You went all the way under, didn't you? I went into twilight sleep for my uh, tooth. Um, I went all the way under. And I don't know what my oral surgeon used. But she brought me out like totally. I was wide awake within an hour of being put under, like she did the procedure, Uh and then I was wide awake. I still need to ask her. You weren't groggy? No. Dude, like I was just right back. I love the Twilight sleep actually. Yeah, it was pretty rocking. Um, I mean, I was still wasted, but it was like, like I was awake. It wasn't like huge time loss or anything like that. Anyway, I, I wasn't supposed to eat. I thought just eat. But it's eat or drink, and they had to delay my surgery like three hours because I was a oh, jackass really? and drank some coffee. Huh? Um, and the whole reason <laughs> I didn't understand why until I read this article. But the whole reason they tell you not to um, eat or drink anything for you know the night before you're put under is because they're worried you're going to puke and choke on your vomit like John Bonham. I didn't know that. I thought it was just it could make you nauseous I, until I read this. I didn't realize that was the deal. No, but they may be phasing it out because it can make you nauseous if you don't eat. If you have if you take all those drugs on an empty stomach, right. um you may be likelier to be nauseated. And it's also really uh, rare that they found.
0: So I think it's not uh I mean they still did it with me, but the article says that it may be Phased out because it's such a rare thing to choke like that.
2: Right. And they're saying, well, a lot more people um, are having trouble with dizziness, fainting because they right. haven't eaten anything. And gotcha. we just pumped them full of drugs. So we're going to go ahead and let people eat. And uh, in the, um, I want to take a minute to explain the difference between nauseous and nauseated. You know this? Yeah. So nauseous means that um, you're causing nausea, right? Right. So I'm making you nauseous. I'm nauseous to you. Okay. Okay? Nauseated means that you're feeling or suffering from nausea. Oh. So, so you would say I'm, I'm nauseous? making you nauseated. I'm nauseous to you. No, I'm nauseated <laughs> is what you would say. Well, I'm so glad we cleared that. Unless up. you are aware that you're making other people nause- nauseous. And that's with That's
0: behaviorally speaking? What do you mean? Well, like you're nauseated with someone's uh,
2: actions, or does that mean literally, physically? Right. You're nauseated with somebody's actions. That would make the other person nauseous. They have the ability to cause nausea in other people. Gotcha. I never knew that. It's a big, big deal. The more you know. Thank you, Worldwide Words, by the way. Is that where that came from? Yeah, that's a great sight. I haven't seen it.
1: A new season of Bridgerton is here.
0: Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so what happens when you stop eating? Your body is going to start, uh, burning. You know, if you don't have any protein, your body's gonna break down your muscle. It's gonna start eating that because that's protein. Yeah. Which it's kind w- of a scary notion.
2: It is. Which is why if you're on a low calorie diet, you wanna eat lean protein. Yeah, and Which it's is- also
0: why you'll feel weak. If you're on like a hunger strike. Yeah. Like to the point where you can't get out of bed if it's you haven't eaten for three
2: weeks. Or you're hallucinating. Exactly. Um, a long-term fast can damage your heart. Because your heart's a muscle. And what what your body's doing is going after your muscle because your muscle is made of amino acids, which is the building blocks of protein. So it's saying, well, basically we have a bunch of store of amino acids here. Where your brain is like, no, no, I use that to lift things or I use that to pump blood. Right. Your body's like, no, it's a bunch of amino acids and I need it right now. Yeah. If you feed your body lean protein, logically speaking, um, it will go after other things, e.g. fat stores. Because right. it has protein. Right. Uh, so aside from
0: the heart, though, liver and kidneys uh, can also decrease in size if you don't have enough protein yeah. and uh,
2: damage those as well. Which is not good. It is not good. Um. That leads us pretty clearly to fasting for weight loss, right? Yes. There's a weird catch-22 for fasting for weight loss where your body, uh, if given few enough calories or if on a fast, enters what's called starvation mode. And when you enter starvation mode, it, it it does things like going after your muscles, which is bad. Yeah. But it also lowers your metabolism to preserve calories. So the fewer calories you take in... The fewer calories you end up burning.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. not weird. It actually makes perfect sense. Yeah,
2: but it's also extremely unhealthy.
0: It is, and there's. Uh, I, I dug into WebMD for this, um, and they say that there's a lot of controversy on this. People say, you know, some people say it's can be effective. Other people say it can't. Mm-hmm. But they say if you really weed through all this stuff, that most medical experts say that it is not healthy at all. Um, it'll come back quickly. If you fast to lose weight, it's really just liquids. Beyonce made a lot of headlines when she did the master cleanse and lost 20 pounds for Dreamgirls. Wow. Awesome movie. Did you see that?
2: No. no. I don't know
0: if you'd like it. might not be your thing. Okay. That's good, though. Health risks that we already covered, um, uh, liver, kidney, and heart. And this doctor says, you know, People try all these weird diets. There's a, a hundred thousand different books on odd diets mm-hmm. when everyone knows the way to lose weight is lower your fat, eat five fruits and vegetables a day, drink a lot of water and do some exercise and get plenty of sleep. Uh, if they say, I want to fast, let's say you want to fast and do a, an, a, a good enema just to clean yourself out. Very, very dangerous to do that.
2: What? Enemas? To- no, they're not.
0: To do an enema while you're on a fast. Oh, okay. It's not a good one-two punch. Okay. Uh, WebMD says what you're going to do is you're going to flush your intestinal tract of your good bacteria and put your health at serious risk. Um, And this is the whole detoxification thing. There's one camp that says, you know, your body detoxes itself. There's no scientific evidence that any of these cleanses do any good. Then there's another camp that says, well, if you're eating healthy, then your body's doing a great job of detoxifying itself Mm -hmm. but most people don't eat healthy they eat packaged processed foods and so your body could actually use some help detoxifying
2: i mean that makes a lot of sense it's the same thing with saunas like they're like well yeah i mean you might only sweat like a very small amount of toxins out of your body but you're still sweating that amount out Why, why how could that hurt you're doing it properly. There's definitely two camps on this. It's very controversial. Yeah, same with a, a calorie restricted diet, which I know we've talked about before. There's yeah. two camps on it. The the fact of the matter is, is neither one knows for certain whether they're right. That's true. A lot of it's just based on common sense and logic. uh Ketosis: if you go without eating
0: for a couple of days, your body's going to enter a stage called ketosis, and that is um, what your goal is. If you do the Atkins diet, they preach ketosis. And that's what happens when your body runs out of carbs to burn for energy, so it burns fat, which sounds like a good thing um but the breath I mentioned earlier, be prepared for really awful halitosis. Is that right? Tell me about it chuck well it's that's just one of the side effects of of fasting and ketosis is you're you're gonna have rank halitosis. I don't know the science behind it, but it's true
2: hmm
0: and uh so, you know carry around if you're gonna be doing that kind of thing, just uh take care of your
2: mouth a little more.
0: get a tongue scraper
2: <laughs> um I think probably while we're on this, we should take the time to debunk the whole idea that you should be drinking eight glasses of water a day. Debunk well, you should definitely drink water it's not it's good it, it's good to drink water, but that whole eight glasses a day thing there's people who rigidly drink. Eight glasses of water a day. Right. Totally arbitrary. Okay. And, um, what the amount yes. is? Yeah, there's a guy named uh, Tim Crow, who's a professor of nutrition at Deakin University, who's kind of gone to the trouble of debunking this. Apparently, back in 1945, the U.S., um, recommended, uh, 2.5 liters of water a day. Was it part adults. of the war effort? I would imagine so. <laughs> um, so this, this is whole, uh, this this is where this whole eight glasses came from right um but there there's also been this whole um it has to just be water idea right like it can't be coffee it can't be soft well no that one
0: guy said liquids water and other liquids
2: right at least on webmd technically you could get it all from cokes which is you know it's going to have all these other side effects (laughs) but (laughs) there it's water you know one of the Main ingredients That's in true. Coke is water. Same with coffee, same with tea, all this other stuff. So um if you're drinking water, drink water, but that whole eight glasses a day thing is apparently not true. Says that one guy. Mm-hmm. There's well the the problem is is water intake is varies by body size, weight. It's two individuals, say eight glasses a day. Yeah, but let's put it this way, it's never gonna be bad for you. Is it? Yeah, there's um
0: you can die of water toxicity. Well, not from eight glasses of water.
2: No, but people have died like that from lady drinking who did too much that, water.
0: That lady who did that contest. Drank like twelve gallons of water or something like that. I know. Isn't that crazy? That wasn't that much, but it was yeah. a lot.
2: Uh, and then I'm sorry. There's one other. There's one other um, problem that can develop uh, from not eating, from fasting. When you lose minerals, not only can you hallucinate, but specifically if you have. Uh, uh, not enough potassium, copper, and uh, magnesium, you can lose uh, electricity or electrical function in your heart. That's not good. No.
0: Well, it's also going to put a big hit on your immune system. If you're fasting, you're going to have a real hard time fighting off sickness. Or, And if you get sick, you're going to have a real hard time getting better. Yes. Because you're not getting the stuff you need, the good stuff.
2: Agreed. The nutrients. So what what's next, Chuckers? Uh
0: Hunger strikes. That's really the last reason that we have for uh, fasting and throughout history a lot of people have made political statements by going on very public hunger strikes right. to raise
2: awareness and it's you know it's a good way to get attention if you're if you're a Gandhi let's <laughs> Definitely. say and Gandhi did do that i think in 1945 cuz the uh, the crown was saying hey let's get this new indian constitution underway and let's codify the caste system that keeps people in these this horrible socioeconomic hierarchy, and Gandhi said, you know what, you do that, and I'm not going to eat, and the whole world will pay attention, and, they and the Brits were like, oh, shut up, and Gandhi was like, no, I'm going to do it, and they're like, oh, no, you're not, and he did it, and everybody paid attention. And he said, one day, Sir Richard Attenborough will make a movie about me. Is and, that who made Gandhi?
0: I think so. Huh. And Ben Kingsley will play me, and was because like, he ben, looks Kingsley. just like me.
2: <laughs> That's cray-, cray That's good stuff, Chuck. That was a great back and forth.
0: was it? Uh, Bobby Sands, uh, the infamous Irish hunger strike Mm -hmm. in, uh, in Ireland and, sorry, in 1981 Mm -hmm. in May's prison in Northern Ireland. He fasted for 66 days and I'm pretty sure he had some of his, uh, IRA cohorts taking part in it with him.
2: Yeah, I think nine other guys died. Oh, was it? Including him.
0: Okay. 66 days. Yeah. So uh, they had demands, various demands, uh, like, hey, we want to wear our own clothes. We want to be able to socialize and correspond uh, with the outside world. Sure, mail some mail some letters here and there. Uh, we shouldn't have to do uh, penal work as part of our sentence here. And uh, nine prisoners died, like you said, and sixty others uh, died in the violence that followed. I think there were some riots that happened afterward, and uh, it was a really big deal. I think I wrote about that in my. How long can you go without food and water article many months ago?
2: That's where we talked about the calorie-restricted diet, isn't it? I think so. I'll have to tweet that that episode. It's a good one. Agreed. Man, that, that seems like a gazillion years ago, doesn't it? I don't even remember what was in it. I don't either. Uh, and then we mentioned the 40-hour famine, which uh, is an annual event in Australia. And basically people say, I'm not going to drink food or water for 40 hours, and I'm going to raise awareness. Like That's a really good way to raise awareness, to just say, I'm not eating yeah and you can't make me and then people will try authorities will be like no we have to keep you alive because we want to keep you in prison (laughs) logic all over the place huh? jerks
1: a new season of bridgerton is here and with it a new season of bridgerton the official podcast i'm your host gabrielle collins and this season we are bringing fans even deeper into the tonne Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.
2: I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy.
1: In my best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it.
2: i never
0: seen a man
2: How'd we do today? We did good. good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You got anything more about fasting?
0: No. Fasting? Uh, you know, be careful if you're out there. It's uh, Anorexia is a real problem in the world, yeah. and it can get out of hand. And uh, there was a sidebar in this article we didn't cover, but... Um, We'd be remiss without mentioning that
2: anorexia nervosa. That's right. Yeah, not good. No, neither is bulimia. I
0: saw a thing recently where um, a plus-size model. Did you see mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. This uh, female plus-size model had her picture taken with um, a, a regular model, and they were like both nude and just hugging, mm-hmm. and it looked like she was hugging a a small child. And I think they had, and she was doing this to raise awareness that, like, this image that they put out with models is just, A, unattainable, and B, unsafe. And I think that, uh I can't remember the year, but it was something like 20 years ago, the average model was, like, 8% uh, smaller and thinner
2: than your average person. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, it's, like, 25% or 23%. Well, not only that, they alter them digitally through, like, Photoshop or some other photo editing suite, yeah, to just do crazy things for them. They don't even look right if you see what they do to them in Photoshop afterward. It's
0: crazy. It's a great article. I wish I could remember where it was. It was going around Facebook, though. But I think it is a very good message to send out that Chuck from Stuff You Should Know (laughs) thinks that that plus size model was uber hot and sexy. Well, good for you, Chuck. She looked good, man. That's how a woman should look.
2: That is very nice of you.
0: Not like that little frail waif waif of a, of a lady. Yeah. Like- and if you're like that naturally, I'm not, you know, I don't want to make you feel bad about yourself. But if you're starving yourself to, to make you look like that, then some guys like a little junk in the trunk,
2: as they say. I think that's an excellent one to end this <laughs> on. Way to go, Chuck. Thank you. So you have nothing more now about fasting? No, nothing more. Any other discourse? Jerry's just the there. <laughs> He's like, boy, these guys are spiraling. Um, well, if you want to know more about fasting, uh, you can type that word into the search bar at HowStuffWorks.com. And uh, Chuck said junk in the trunk, so that brings <laughs> up listener mail. So listener mail, as I just said, right? I'm shaking my head no <laughs> I knew that you were going to say that
0: South by Southwest announcement continues
2: Is this the generic one or the specific one?
0: This is the generic version
2: Okay, this is the, the um, where this is filled with deceit and trickery Yes, we are
0: having a party on uh, Monday, March 12th in Austin, Texas
2: Yeah No oh. badge required Let's not forget also, dude, we're doing an official live podcast on the day before, March 11th. Yeah, 3.30 p.m. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you remember that. What's going on March 12th? <laughs> March 12th is a party we're having in,
0: uh, at uh, a place to be announced later, uh, downtown Austin, and there will be performers, comedians, uh, bands, yeah, and some other special treats, and it will be in the evening hours. Yeah,
2: it'll be a cool party. Early evening hours. Right, can we call it a party? It's a, it's a party. Okay. It'll be a party. And it, you don't
0: have to have a badge for this. Yeah, you man. do have to have a badge for the live podcast on right. Sunday. And
2: you probably have to be 21, wouldn't you think? Do you?
0: No, I think it,
2: it's a, a it's restaurant. It's a restaurant as well.
0: Yeah, I think yes. you can come in there and eat. Awesome. Or if you're 21, you can come in there and drink your face off.
2: Yep. Well, bring your pocketbook. We're not buying drinks. No. You can buy us drinks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, can we get to it now? Yes. Okay. Uh. Appropriately,
0: this is from an uh, Aussie fan that um, has uh, to wants to raise awareness for weight loss. Weird. I
2: know. Funny how that works. Yeah.
0: Uh, greetings from down under. I just wanted to plug a little something for the Aussie corner of the SYSK Nation, and we have a lot of uh, Australian fans. That's substantial. Yeah. Uh, one of our major Aussie broadcasters has started a new initiative called the One Million Kilo Challenge. And uh, the goal is to get Australians to collectively pledge to lose 1 million kilos. It's about 2.2 million pounds for you backwards folk, as she calls us. Mm-hmm. Uh, their site is www.1, and it's the number one, okay. millionkilochallenge.com.au. That means Australian. Mm-hmm. And it gives you all the diet and exercise plans you need to shed that flab in 10 weeks, starting on January 30th. Maybe I should do this. Uh, You can complete the challenge as an individual or as a team. So I thought, why not rally the SYSK Army? Uh, I think it would be a great way for Aussie listeners. I'm sorry, I keep saying Aussie. It's really Aussie, as they say. Okay. Aussie listeners uh, to interact, get healthier, and dominate all the other teams. So I created a team, conveniently named them Team SYSK. Nice. Uh, International folk always complain uh, when we can't enter your contests. So how about we make this the official Aussie thing? Of course, you guys can still sign up if you're willing to fake an Aussie address and get your kilos to pounds converter at the ready. Uh, I have pledged to lose uh, 5.3 kilograms, that's 11.7 pounds, Mm -hmm. uh, that I put on last year, and I'm really pumped up about it. Um, I don't know how to get this out to the SYSK Nation, but I would love it if we could encourage any other Aussie or otherwise listeners to sign up and fight the flab together. And this is how you do it, Liv. You email us, and we read it the next day. So here we are. And she says, "P.S. I noticed the Colbert Nation doesn't even have a team, so we've already won up them again." Nice. Um, and that's in 30 days. Uh, January 30th is when it kicks off, and that is number one millionkilochallenge.com.au, and throw a www in front of that, and you'll. Uh, taken straight there. And is there a team page? Uh, she said she started Team S-Y-S-K so I guess it might be like Kiva where you might can enter that in a, in a team section or something and find out. Okay. I, I'm going to look after this actually.
2: Alright, well the, we'll uh, publicize it if we and can. And that is Liv. Thanks a lot Liv. We appreciate you uh, going to that trouble and uh, thanks to everybody listening. If you have a cool uh, story uh, that you want to tell us about it doesn't matter if it has to do with fasting or anything else. We want to hear it, just whatever, general assignment, how about that? Yeah? Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at SYSK Podcast, Facebook at facebook.com slash know, and uh, you can also reach us via email at stuffpodcast at discovery.com.
1: Be sure to check out our new video podcast, Stuff from the Future, Join House to Fork staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow. Brought to you by the Reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?
0: 20 to receive $20 off your first month for listening to this podcast. Switch now at visible.com for data management practices and additional terms. Visit visible.com. The visible monthly rate is $25 per month. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through.